He ordered a lunch from the kitchen that set the mouth of the cook watering. And altogether, as the babe very profanely and improperly said, made as much fuss as if the Virgin Mary had been expected. He also sent printed cards to have the honour of to the vice-chancellor, the heads of four colleges and their wives, and also to another fellow of his college, who only a term before had entertained at tea a regular royal queen, and had asked him to meet her. And remembering that he had once met the Prince of Wales at a dance in London given by the babe's mother, he also asked the babe. At the last moment, however, the princess sent a telegram, saying that she was going to bring her husband with her, which would mean two more places, one for him and one for his gentleman-in-waiting. And Mr. Stewart, whose table would not hold any more than fifteen conveniently, sent a hurried message and apology to the babe, saying that all this was very upsetting and unexpected and uncomfortable and inconvenient, but that he was sure the babe would see his difficulty. He would, however, be delighted and charmed if the babe would come in afterwards, and at least take a cup of coffee and a cigarette, for the princess did not mind smoking. And indeed, once a day les bains, he had seen her, etc., etc., and sun himself in the smile of royalty. The babe received this message at half-past one. He had refused an invitation to lunch at King's on the strength of the previous engagement, and he was rather cross. It was too late to go to King's now, but after a few moments' thought, his face suddenly cleared, and he sent a note to Reggie saying that he would come round about half-past two, adding that he had got an idea which they would work out together. He then ordered some lunch from the kitchen.